Before we get to this episode, just to say thanks to everyone who's bought my new book, Champion Thinking, How to Find Success Without Losing Yourself. Published by Bloomsbury, the response has been terrific. It's an Amazon bestseller. It's been top 20 in the airport charts consistently, and the reviews have been terrific right across the board. And if you like this episode that you're about to hear on Flow, you'll be sure to enjoy Champion Thinking. Head to my website, simonmundy.com or Amazon, Waterstone, Smiths, places like that to get your copy. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Hello and welcome to this bite-sized episode of Life Lessons with me, Simon Mundy, in which we revisit a nugget from one of my previous conversations and have a closer look. This clip was from a conversation I had with one of the greatest sporting leaders of all time, the former England cricket captain Mike Brearley. After retiring, Mike became a psychoanalyst and he rose to the top of that profession too. And in this section, we talk about the psychological defence mechanisms that we all have, including the pattern of projection and what that means and how it works. And then how a certain Donald J. Trump might just be a good example of that particular psychological phenomenon. You touched on when you were a young man and you felt this pull towards the Samaritans and then yes. that led to philosophy yeah. and onto your current profession yes. as a psychoanalyst, a very successful psychoanalyst. To what degree do you think the training, because to become a psychoanalyst, you have to do a lot of, be psychoanalyzed a lot. And to what degree do you think that unraveling yourself, understanding yourself, understanding your own defense mechanisms, understanding your vulnerabilities. Yeah. To what degree do you think that helped you be a good leader? On the a, cricket field. On the mean. cricket field. Well, I only started my analysis in the last three or four years that I was playing professionally. Um, <clears throat> and it did help in some ways. For example, I remember being extremely anxious about the team not doing well. I'm talking about it in my session with my analyst, and at one point, she said to me, um, you know, there are other people in the team as well as you. In other words, she was saying, yeah, I'd, my head had got, it wasn't exactly big-headed, but it was over-responsible, as if I was, if things go badly, it was all down to me. And if things go well, probably it was all down to me too. So there was something about, that sort of allows you to relax just a bit, you know. You can't, there's a limit to what you can do. You need lots of other people. 
and um, they can help or hinder you and you can help or hinder them. Um, so that was one small example. One of the things about being analysed or, or, or getting to know yourself better is that you have a bit better access to when there's a difficulty between you and somebody else, what comes from you and what comes from them. Because uh, we all project into other people and onto other people. We, we see the other person as the hostile one and we're the ones who are just defending a perfectly sane position, etc., etc. So I think to be able to sort some of that out, just for an example, the bowler who when I used to uh, suggest something to him would look, look at me and I would feel that he thought I was, it was a completely stupid idea. Now, <clears throat> I think I, uh, I would then get touchy and angry and uh, sort of um, uh, fight back, and uh, and we did, and we would have these difficulties. And uh, I think it would have been a help if I could have realised both that he was more insecure than he gave out, so he needed more an arm round him than a confrontation. And secondly, that I too was very sensitive to being to being thought to thinking I was being thought stupid. Now, if one can sort oneself out from the other person, one's got a much simpler and clearer way of relating. Yeah. And and, and, and it's more based on reality than on these fantasies that fly around between us all yeah, in sure. life. So I think that's one way in which it can help. Yeah. Do you do you think Society would be a lot better place if oh. it was far more if commonplace more... and not seen as something as just a place of last resort. Do you know? I'm not sure. I, I hope it would be. Things change slowly. I mean, we've set up these defence arrangements over the course of a life. You know, from very early on, yeah, until whatever age we are, and we get stuck in patterns, and those patterns can't be just undone by a click of a switch or no. by seeing something once you have to work through all the difficulties and it takes a lot of time and a lot of skill and a lot of readiness on the part of the person being analyzed or in therapy but you've mentioned two things that i want to pick up on yes. projection yes uh, uh, if you could sort of slightly elaborate yes. on that and also yes. the, the defense mechanisms people might be confused by what you mean by those two things and the yes. point that i would follow those yes. that up with is awareness though if you are aware of these things if everyone generally was more aware of these things then that surely would be a, a better place to be yes i agree with you except that awareness can degenerate into impotent self-consciousness or self-criticism self-awareness is a good thing but it's not it's not it couldn't be isolated as the thing sure. i think it is a good thing um or the, what was the other half of your question? So you uh, you mentioned two things, which were projection, projection, and then and then defence mechanism. Oh, so if you right. can just explain what those two things are briefly. If I'm having a row with my wife, uh, I hear in her tone something critical of me or something uh, defensive of herself, and it may or may not be true, you know, and it may well be that I'm actually feeling ratty to the world at large perhaps to her in particular and I see her very readily see her as attacking me or as protecting her own position and so I then get into a so something gets going um, so I think projection is where it's typically where you can't you don't like something in yourself and you're liable to see it in other people I mean one does say that 
You know, those who spot selfishness outside are often quite selfish themselves. So there's a sort of quickness to see it in others and even to make situations so that they become that. Mm, yes. As opposed to being alert, fully alert to it yeah. in oneself. Yeah. So that's projection. And defense mechanism? Defense mechanisms are when we protect ourselves from things. If someone's afraid of the risks of love, you know, if you love someone, you're going to get hurt yeah. and you might get badly hurt and you're going to feel jealous and you're going to feel excluded and you're going to feel a risk of loss and you're going to feel what, what happens when you are aggressive to somebody you love. and All sorts of difficulties arise. And some people protect themselves against that uh, by uh, not allowing themselves to love. I just want to ask you who you think are good leaders. I'll yeah. throw a few names at you. Yeah, go okay. on. I was thinking we could touch on Gareth Southgate, Donald Trump. Yes, I thought that would be on next Yes, one. of course. Gareth Southgate I was very impressed with. I liked the sound of the man. I liked the way he literally and metaphorically put his arm around the players. Mm. I liked the way that he told them they had to make their own history and not, you know, fall back into the idea that we can't do penalty shooting, for example. I thought he took trouble over the team. I thought he I thought he was generous to the team. I imagined he could also be tough. I didn't have so much evidence for that, but I imagine he yeah. could. Yeah. And um it was a feeling that, you know, that we were all in it together and it seemed as though they became a bit more open to the media yeah. in, a, in a good way. They came a bit more welcoming. I mean, of course, there's always going to be tension between media and performers, but nevertheless, they tried their best to... And, um, and it seemed as though the young players could have ideas. It seemed as though, you know, it was a style of leadership I liked the sound of. You said there are tension between media and yes. performers. That leads us nicely on to Trump. <laughs> All too nicely. Yes. No, I can't stand his style. I cannot stand it. Um, I think he's a bully. I think he has no interest in telling the truth except when it suits him. I think he has no or almost no um, self-reflective quality or humility. I think uh, he's dangerous. So I, I have no time for him. And you mentioned projection earlier. Yes. Well, the opposition are all... Um, they're, they're liars, yeah, he I'm says. He says. Yes, yeah. Or they're, uh, they're seducers, he says. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, terrible got, person. You're they're a terrible, terrible person, yeah. he says. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, absolutely. That's a so. good explainer there, a projection. Thank you for listening to this bite-sized episode of the Life Lessons podcast with me, Simon Mundy. Please do check out loads of the other Life Lessons on my YouTube page. The link is in the bio. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.